0: Hallelujah! Alleluia alleluia. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. I am the good shepherd, says the Lord. I know my sheep, and mine know me. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. A good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. A hired man who is not shepherd and whose sheep are not his own sees a wolf coming and leaves the sheep and runs away. The wolf catches and scatters them. This is because he works for pay and has no concern for the sheep. I am the good shepherd, and I know mine, and mine know me. Just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, I will lay down my life for my sheep. I have other sheep that do not belong to this fold. These also I must lead, that they will hear my voice, and there will be one flock and one shepherd. The Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. This way I have access to all of our ancestors and family and friends who have passed as I sit here with you. Okay, St. Charles Borromeo, a good shepherd, and the scriptures make it very clear. Maybe some of the metaphors Jesus uh, uses, I lay down my life for my sheep. I guess all of us at first glance think the, that's the crucifixion. He's talking about sheep and shepherds, so he's using authentic metaphors. Sheep were put in a, a corral, a fold, he calls them. Okay? And there was a gate. In another part of John's gospel, he refers to the gate. There's a gate, lets them in, lets them out. At night, the shepherd would sleep at the gate. So no one would come in and no one could go past him going out. Now, that makes a big difference when he says, I lay down my life. So he's telling us, I'm right here with you, right on the ground, laying down my life, so none of you can be lost and none of you will be harmed. Very interesting metaphor he's giving them. And they're, they're, they're an agrarian people. They know what sheep and shepherd are all about, and they know what they do, what the shepherd's role is. Of course, he'll call, you know, Harriet, Myrtle, Bobby, okay, because every one of his sheep no know his voice and they he has named them and they're his now you know i always got a little story i was in ireland maybe two years ago i've been there several times it's a beautiful country we're visiting jerry's relatives and jerry said you want to go see uncle i forgot his name what was his name peter john that's why i forget the name because there's two names peter john you want to go see peter john because peter john has a farm with with camels, uh, camels with um, uh, beef, cattle. You know, I said, oh yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm a city guy. I don't know, camels, you know, animals. So I said, okay, let's go. So we go there, and in the course of of socializing in the house, we're having tea, of course, having tea and chatting. Um, Peter John comes in and goes into a cabinet and pulls out a syringe, and I said, what's that? And he says, well, one of the sheep gave birth last night and I have to give her an injection because the, the vet came and gave me instructions, blah, blah, blah. I says, you going to go out there now? And he says, yeah. He says, and the baby sheep is there too. Oh, now I have never seen a, a cow. Uh, they're, they're not sheep, they're, they're cows. I've never seen baby cows, you know, I guess in the field, you but not close. So I go out and, and there I meet them all. There's, a, there's tons of them in the field, but this has a a barn there's like 10 or 12 in there and the little baby one is there and the mother is there and and i i said can i pet them and he looks at me like oh, okay <laughs> so, you know like i guess he doesn't pet a sheep so or his or his cows so i go and touch one's head and of course she makes this sound because she's the one who's protecting her baby okay makes sense so he gives her the shot and after that I, the baby's adorable i says to him um there's like 12 of them there I said what are their names again he looks at me like this poor city priest I said you don't name them no he says I said well can I name the baby I'll name the baby Rosie after my mother he said fine father Lou you named the pip the little one Rosie so that's Rosie um they have numbers each each cow has a number on its ear so that's how he identifies them Okay, he doesn't use them by name. He uses them by number. He communicates to them by number. The same idea. He knows every one of those sheep and those cows. Every one of those cows in that barn were pregnant. I didn't know this either. They get inseminated at a certain time of the year and at a certain time of the year, they're all pregnant at the same time. So that, that barn was filled with pregnant cows. He knew every one of them and they knew his voice my voice they didn't know and they okay he went over to the mother took care of her pet his the little baby took care of the baby and they respected him and they communicated with him i was amazed i mean i i couldn't live there because it's kind of (laughs) dirty in in the barn but adorable experience okay so that's what Jesus is telling us. He says, get to where you are. Go to your own background, your own roots, and realize that I'm there with you. So he's talking to people who are very agrarian. And he says, I'm the good shepherd. You've you got a shepherd there, a shepherd here. I'm the good shepherd because I lay down my life for my sheep. And then we know in the fulfillment of the scriptures, it means that. It means the cross. He lays down his life so he can pick it up again. Today we, we commemorate St. John, excuse me, St. Um, Charles Borromeo, and I thought that first scripture reading, a great combination of application to the gospel as well as uh, the section from Romans, that Romans, the letter is telling us every one of us has body parts, and this is a metaphor that Paul uses a lot, and every one of our body parts does something else, the eye sees the ear hears the hand touches okay and he says and that's how we are every one of us we're the body of christ every one of us has a part to play in living up to our ministry as good christians followers of christ charles borromeo was born in in late 1500s um, to a wealthy family he lived in milan we saw his, his relic is there in milan actually it's his heart it's enshrined in a reliquary in Milan. So we visited that a few years ago. And he was very bright. He went to study at the University of Paris. He studied in, in Bologna. He had two doctorates. Um, early on in his life, he was 12 years old, when he wanted to give his life to the church. Now, those were turbulent times. We can say I was in turbulent times, too. It was right before the Council of Trent. The Council of Trent was a, a counter-reformation council. It was founded to fight the reformers, to fight the the, the upheaval in the church. And don't, don't forget, that's the period of Henry VIII. He took over the church in England, and Zwingli, and, and Luther, and all those reformers throughout the world. And he was inspired to do something for the church. So he he studied, and his... He had a relative who was in the curia, working with the pope, and he was very bright. By by twenty four, he had been ordained, and he became a bishop very soon after that. And he was g- given the role of cardinal, deacon, cardinal, almost the cardinal. And he his role was to be like the head of catechesis in the diocese of Rome, not even Milan. So the pope wanted to have him educate the people. We just had the council. Think of. 63, when we had our council of Second Vatican II, think of the... It was chaotic. You know, they had the liberals, you had the conservatives, you had the people in the middle, it, those that didn't believe in it, all that going on. And that's chaos as far as the church concerned. Me, us, the average Catholic, we continued our faith as presented by our local pastors. So what happens is... He rises up in the ranks, does a great job, evangelizes, starts seminaries. Hello? Really? Yes. Because prior to that, people got educated here and there, and get ordained by the local bishop. So he starts a, a systematic way of educating the Catholic public during these counter Reformation times, while heavy Protestant uh, uh, reaction and heavy criticism from the outsiders. Even the insiders, even those who were Catholic, criticized him. Who does he think he is? Why is he doing this? Happens today, look, they, they put Pope Francis on the cross every day. You know, why is he he's not following the faith. He's following the faith. Don't worry about that. He he knows what he's doing. So okay, so eventually they send him to Milan to do the same thing there, to start catechesis, start seminaries, and he does. He he starts that there, and while he's there he's made a cardinal. Now now that's, his ranks have gone up. He's also still from a wealthy family, don't forget. During that time, the plague hits the north. People are dying left and right. Those who weren't dying were starving and so on and so forth. He gets all his family income and he applies it to service to the poor. See, see, the letter to, to Romans tells us If you can minister, minister. If you can help the poor, help the poor. If you can do it with cheerfulness, do it with cheerfulness. So here we have a scripture being fulfilled by a saint, Charles Borromeo. The scriptures of service, the scripture of giving yourself, the scripture of educating yourself. If you have the opportunity, and, and Father Bill or any other guests offer educational classes here on the faith, go, take them, educate yourself. You know how to vote. You know how to uh, read the newspaper. You know how to do a lot of things publicly, secularly. Do it spiritually as well. Because our nourishment needs education. The nourishment of our faith needs education, Christian education. So as time goes on, he depletes his fortune. That's all right. It is said that he fed up to a thousand people a day with his money and, and the people of Milan. So he gave himself, he laid down his life for his sheep, the people of Milan. There were miracles associated with with him and so on. But I I think the main contribution of Charles Mayer is a good bishop, a good priest, and a good man. And with those three, he also is the patron of seminarians, and he's the patron of bishops. Not to be political, but you know our bishops today are going through hell. Every one of them. Because there's so many mistakes that we as a church have made since who knows how many decades ago. And they're all plopping into the laps of our present bishops to fix. And some of the bishops, regrettably, don't meet the challenge and hide the problem instead of fixing it. A lot of them do fix it and address it. It's a cross. It's a burden. Charles Borromeo was criticized for doing what he did. He did it correctly. He did it w- with a single attitude toward Christ. And that's what our bishops have to do. So, you know, we mentioned Gregory here in, in New York. I pray for uh, Cardinal Dolan in New Jersey, um, T- Tobin. They have crosses. They have crosses. And, and sometimes today when a priest gets called up and said, you know, the Pope wants you to be a bishop. A lot of, b- a lot of guys say No. No, you wouldn't think, but they, oh, no, I, I, I don't have the strength for that. That's human. I'm not saying they're good or bad for doing that. That's human. That happens. That's, that's who we are. So, so Charles's times were as crazy and upheaval and chaotic as ours. But hold on. That's what we're here for, to hold on. Because we're not here for you or me, the pastor. We're here for Jesus Christ. And he's the only one that's going to give us the strength to go out there and do what we have to do. From the scriptures, Romans, and from the example of Jesus laying down our lives for each other, it's Jesus who gives us the strength.
1: Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by Chev. When we talk about McDonald's combo meals, we talk about savory meat, golden fries, and your favorite drink. Now, the combo meals just got crispy, juicy, and tender with the new crispy chicken sandwich combo, and you have to try it. Get a classic or spicy, crispy chicken sandwich with medium fries and a medium soft drink like Sprite for only six bucks. Promotion pricing may be lower than meal pricing, cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.